This is a HeadGum Podcast. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, TK. Cheryl. Yeah. So listen, mm-hmm. I think we've got to get right to it because this one is like beyond. It is. Involved. <laughs> it's so involved. <laughs> it's confusing when you're watching it. It's confusing when you're retelling it. And fascinating and. Oh. But you did do a good job oh, in the retelling. Oh, That's mm-hmm. so nice yeah. of you. Well, it was nice of you to do a good job. Oh, thank you, Tig. Oh, well, thank you. Well, let's tell our peeps, uh, the little snark bowls out there, about mm-hmm. the live show. We're having a live yeah. show September 22nd. Streaming online. Yeah, streaming online. Yeah. You can go to loopedlive.com and get your tickets. Yeah. We're going to have a very good time. It's going to be great. I've enjoyed, We've have we done two streaming shows no, before? We've done one or two. We've done two. Yeah, two. <laughs> And they were both memorable, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a few martinis when we do these. I don't remember. Tart minis. Tart minis and a pie. (gasps) We're going to have a tart mini and a pie. Yeah, I thought you said pie, and I got a little excited. but we are going to have a pie-eating contest with our hands tied behind our backs. (laughs) You're doing pumpkin, and I'm doing key lime pie. Did we already talk about this? Yes. Didn't we? I forgot about Thomas, that. Thomas, did wow. we talk about okay. Did we nail this down? Yeah. Okay. I think we shouldn't have our hands tied. I think Thomas should hold our hands <laughs> behind our backs. <laughs> <laughs> what can go wrong with this? Nothing. Oh, boy. Okay, Tig, let's get right into it. So much yep. to cover. So much to cover. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig. Hey. Hey, Cheryl here. Oh my God. I have a, this documentary really had me going. I couldn't sleep last night. Really? Oh my gosh. I have so many feelings. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear Do you it. have a lot of feelings about this? Oh, I can't wait to tell you. Yeah, I have a lot of feelings. Who's, who's going to watch this? And not have nothing. Do you want to get right into it? I think we have so much to cover. We have a lot. So I'm just going to ignore the fact that I'm in Las Vegas with Mr. Thomas for a Star Trek convention. That is sexy. Okay. Mm. How's it going there? Good. (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys in the middle of the convention? Have you already hung out with your Star Trek people? What are they called? Trekkies? Yeah. It's not track. It's not Star Trek. That's how it it's comes like out of my mouth. I can't Star Trek. Like I you're can't. trekking through Star the universe. Trek. It's a journey Trek. through space. Space. Yeah, I've finished uh, all of my obligations. I did my stand-up show. Mm. And then I did um, several hours of signing and photos. And, and I brought Thomas just like jokingly, hey, you want to go on a 
uh, a business fun. trip. No, okay. I said a business trip. Okay, business trip. And he was game. He was like, where are we going? And I said, Vegas, baby. <laughs> and uh, so we went to. Uh... <laughs> Did you guys drive or fly? We flew. Okay. Okay, good. And the TV show that I'm filming this season, yes. the yes. mystery TV show. Yes. That is called. Oh, it was a unison fanfa. Yeah. They booked me on the schedule on a day that I was not supposed to be working. Be trekking. Yeah. And so I had to make, move my flight, cancel a doctor's appointment. I didn't know my lines. Like oh I my just, God, it was, that's the it, worst. it was just <gasps> like, it was rough to like switch my headspace, but I'm having so much fun on the TV show that it's such a pleasure to be there. Yeah. And then also I was looking forward to seeing my Star Trek people and and thomas and then thomas and i had friends thomas that night are you guys staying in the same room no in my mind you're like you guys are sharing a queen size bed no we are not but i also have some friends that came in town for the weekend and so you know we've just been doing some stuff and thomas and i have been swimming in the hotel pool and i don't believe that why did you really go swimming in the hotel pool yeah we get up and we go as soon as the pool opens Oh, that's smart. Yeah. And when everyone's hungover still and in their yeah. room, I'm swimming. There. And I, I, whenever I'm around a pool, I like to uh, tread water for an hour Whoa. because it helps my back oh. and just my body. Well, that's actually great um, mm-hmm. exercise. Yeah. And I'm glad you go in the morning because sometimes yeah. I go to Vegas and I look out at the pool and it's just like 200 people standing there drinking. And I'm like, those people are not getting out of the pool to pee. I just feel like they're all just standing around. Oh God, that's a good peeing point. and drinking. Yeah, they're they're not getting out. They they stand in there for hours, just like, well, it's a hundred. Oh God. Yeah. So you're I'm just saying you're doing the right thing. That never even dawned on me. That is so disgusting. Well, listen, if you're standing in a pool drinking, you don't care. And you also don't care if the person next to you pees. But if you're sober. And you want to swim laps. That's when you care. You're like, no, thank you. Yeah. I'm talking early swimming. Yeah. No, you're fine. Chlorine has done pool. its duty, if you will, uh-huh. overnight. Okay. So you get there, you know, if you were snow skiing, I'd call it first tracks. But you're not mm-hmm. snow skiing, so I don't know what it's called, but first swim. <sighs> first urine. <laughs> you get there before the urine crowd. Oh, gosh. Okay. No, keep doing it. You're doing the right thing. Is this something you know because you were that person? No, I don't. I'm proud to say I don't urinate in pools. But that being said, I did grow up in Florida, which is very hot. And uh-huh. it is a thing where people just stand in a pool for hours at a time with drinks. That has never <laughs> crossed my mind. You have never just stood in a pool. I mean, when we're done with this, I want you to look out your window and see if people are just standing there with I've me. seen people just stand in pools, yeah. but it never crossed my mind that people are just standing there urinating and drinking mm. alcohol. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how are you, Cheryl? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I got a lot going on, but I'm good. Okay. A lot of kid things, getting all your little babies out of the nest. Mm-hmm. And then I watched this documentary and mm-hmm. I found it upsetting. Yeah. And also inspirational. Yes. There were hints of inspirational feelings, mm-hmm. but it was mainly, I was stunned. Ugh, I was screaming at my television. I was mm-hmm. like, no, no. Oh, uh-huh. my God. Oh, my God. For like two hours or however long. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's, let's just talk about, let's tell people what happened. This is the, the documentary we're talking about is called Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. It's mm-hmm. a two-part 2022 Netflix documentary directed by Ryan Duffy and Tony Banaku. Banaku? Banaku. It doesn't matter. It matters. It tells the story of <laughs> college football star and NFL player Manti Teo and his national headline-making catfishing scandal 10 years after the fact. 
Untold, the girlfriend who didn't exist, is part of the Untold series of sports-related documentaries and is available to watch on Netflix. Okay. Did you know about this when it was happening? You know, if you would have, when I found out what we were doing, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Hmm. And then when I watched this, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I had no idea. Yeah. I just had no idea how the scope of it. Yeah. Did you? No, I, I was telling Thomas this morning when we went for coffee that it overlapped when I was really sick 10 years ago. Ah. And Thomas said, well, that makes sense. So you weren't following scandalous, <laughs> you know, yeah. this, headlines. It wasn't showing up on your radar. No. So I've never heard of this guy. I never heard about this story. Oh, <gasps> so you, when you watched this, you were just like, what the... I was truly like, who? What happened? And the whole time I was like, does he still play football? Did he make it to the pros? Like I had no idea about him or his story, but I was very charmed by him. Oh, come on. Yeah. Okay. So Manti Teo Uh was a talented football player at Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. His senior year, both his grandmother and his girlfriend, Lene, tragically died on the same night. He dedicated his season to them, and Notre Dame had an undefeated season leading up to the national championships. Well, and let me just say right out of the gate, the title spills beans. It really does. Yeah. I I feel like it could have been named something else. Yeah. So let's just, I'm going to just try to tell tell you. Tell it to me straight, girl. Let me tell it to you straight, girl. Um, This guy, Manti. He grew up in Hawaii. It's in his culture there. He was saying that it's all about football, Mm -hmm. family, God, and football. Yeah. And by the way, he grew up Mormon in Hawaii. And he was very spiritual. He was very um, a person who wants to do the right thing. He wants to honor his parents. I didn't know there's a big Mormon community in Hawaii or... Well, it's my understanding hmm. that, yes, there there were Mormons that uh, built a church out there and really invited the community. Uh-huh. So, Manti. Yes. Sweet, beautiful guy. Could go play football anywhere in the States. Mm-hmm. Loved USC. Was going to say he was going to go to USC and then... He prayed about it the night before, and was it a was it a guy in the church that said, "There's no way to know." Well, wasn't it like the like father figure type person? Yeah, who said, "Yes, you could go to USC and be another Polynesian football player, or you could go to Notre Dame and be Manti Teo." Uh huh. So Manti decided, "Okay, God has spoken me." to me through this person. And the next day he said, I'm going to Notre Dame. He goes to Notre Dame. It's a culture shock. He's, where is that in Indiana? Yeah. It's in South Bend, Indiana. I've performed there. Oh, some of the worst shows of my career. Some of the worst shows. Oh yes. Why? They don't get you. You know, there's Notre Dame. Yeah. And then there's the rest of the, and look, (laughs) I'm sorry, South Bend, but, there's areas of South Bend. It's very much, there's a contrast there with Notre Dame and South oh. Bend. Uh-huh. And um, some people get you and some people don't. I would say there's a good chunk <laughs> of folk in South Bend, Indiana that were. Um, they weren't thrilled to see you. No, no. <laughs> and it was during the time of my career where you just go to a comedy club because you want to go see comedy. Yeah. And then you stumble in and here's this low-key lesbian, you know, (laughs) with a story that you may or may not find funny, you know? And they're like, oh, where's the middle-aged white guy? Yeah. I thought you were going to say, where's the punchline? Which was also, I'm sure, running through their heads. (laughs) They were like, where's the punchline? And, you know, to go back to the decision to go Mm -hmm. to Notre Dame Mm -hmm. after praying... Yes. This only highlights my struggle with religion. Uh, oh, boy. Okay. That's all. Oh, that, I, thought you, I thought you were going to comment on it somehow. Well, just that like a lot went down after he 
prayed yeah that oh that the heavenly this father is this yeah. this is true like this is this is the heavenly father answering his prayer yes and then well don't spill any beans <laughs> okay but the girlfriend there was, there was did a, not there exist. was a ah, i mean oh I guess, it's in the title, I know, it's in the title. we have, so to, we take oh, we have to take a break oh we have to take a break we haven't even oh, okay. we'll be right back on tig and cheryl true, true story, story. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And we're back on Tig and Cheryl True, True Story, Story, a comedy yes. documentary podcast. Okay, so he moves to North Bend, Big Bend, what is it called? South Bend. South Bend. And it's a culture shock. It's very cold. Um, he misses his family. He misses his religion. He misses his people. And uh, he's online and he sees a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, named Lene on MySpace that says, "Hey, you want to be my friend?" Not on MySpace on it on um, Facebook. Okay, point yeah. is, okay. So let's say Facebook, and um, because it was Facebook, and he asks his cousin because he can see that his cousin was also friends with this girl Lene. Yeah, and uh, his cousin was like, "Yeah, I know her," and so he starts, you know, chatting, chatting like just yeah. friends. Yeah. And then at some point through the years, okay, that was, I mean, wasn't that freshman year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he becomes a huge magical hit. I think that's what football players are called. A huge magical <laughs> hit. He, he was like the unicorn of football players. He was amazing. Uh-huh. He was great. He had this beautiful personality. He was inspiring young kids. He was inspiring the Notre Dame fans. They were loving him. He was signing autographs. He was similar to me at the Star Trek convention this week. Exactly. Yes. That's what I was thinking mm-hmm. of when I was watching it. Yeah. So through the years, Lene would say, okay, you're watching Lene on this Hmm. documentary. This person is being interviewed. Yeah. They're talking about their experience. Yeah. At the time that all of this happened, Mm -hmm. Lene was really uh, a guy Mm -hmm. named Renaya Mm -hmm. to a scopo. I think that's how you say it. Perfect. Perfect pronunciation. (laughs) And Renaya also grew up, he was also Polynesian. Mm-hmm. So he posed as this girl, Lene. He found a picture of a beautiful girl mm-hmm. and started this uh, Facebook page mm-hmm. that was very detailed. It mm-hmm. had all of the things that he felt family members, family and- members. And Renaya also named himself as Lene's cousin. Named himself on um, on the fa- on the Facebook. Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So part of the story is, and I get very nervous talking about, oh, I want to make sure I'm using the right pronouns. And yeah. yeah. So at the time, Renaya was a guy mm-hmm. who had always felt like he should be a woman. Mm-hmm. And he also played football mm-hmm. and he sang at church and he 
uh, spent time with his family and he had this secret that he really felt like a woman. Yeah. I think the only thing there is that probably that he didn't think he should be a woman. He feels that he is a woman. Okay. That's fair. Yes. So since this all happened, Renaya has transitioned. Transitioned. So now uh, Renaya is Naya. At the time, mm-hmm. Renaya was a guy, starts this Facebook page, and is happy because Naya is now being seen by people as a female and can correspond with people as a female. And again, it's solely through social media. Right. So if anybody. Seeing a, a, an actual person in the flesh. No. It's just a picture on the social media page. Yes. And so Naya talks about when somebody would want to say, oh, let's FaceTime or something, then they would end the relationship. Mm-hmm. However, Naya, as Lene, really sparked with Manti. Yeah. And Manti really appreciated it because he felt like he had a connection with her because they had the same heritage. They seemed to have a really genuine connection. Mm-hmm. And he was very dedicated to football. Mm-hmm. So I got the feeling that he wasn't dating anybody. Did you get that feeling? Mm-mm. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't get that feeling. I got the feeling that. They had a connection and he was focused on football and okay. It's so layered. This whole thing. It is so layered. And then, um, Manti kept saying he wanted to meet Lene. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Lene had a reason every time it was, Oh, don't you see me? I see you on FaceTime. And Mm -hmm. he's like, no, I can't see you. Oh, we must have a bad connection. So now things start really taking off. Manti is a huge star. At Notre mm-hmm. Dame. He turned their football program around because they were on a losing streak. Now people are going to the, see the Gabes. They're loving him. They're, it's like a new energy at Notre Dame. People are could not be happier. And then at some point during his junior year, Lene told Manti that her dad was ill. And then the conversations got deeper because Manti is very... Very sensitive. so sensitive sensitive and sweet but also Mm -hmm. when you're watching it you're like what the balls is going on has it been three years and these two have never facetimed it's insane and i guess it's one of those things where it's like you start a relationship with somebody and then you get comfortable with the way that relationship is i don't know i would not be that patient I know we run into this all the time with situations where you go, this is how I would do it. I I would never do that. I would Monday morning quarterbacking. Yeah. And maybe it's just the fact that we all know what catfishing is now. Is now. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas then I would probably 10 years ago have thought, oh, this person is in a relationship and they're not, they're not going to. They must be married or something. Yeah. They're going to go further than this. Uh And maybe that would have happened with him. But then Uh Lene told him that her father was sick and dying and and Manti started sort of investing more emotionally to be there for her. And then uh, one day Manti was out with some friends. He got a text from Lene's cousin, which is really... Renaya, the actual guy. Okay. Uh Asking him to call. It was an emergency and told Manti over the phone that Lene had been hit by a drunk driver. Yeah. And that Lene was on life support. Mm-hmm. Because when you're watching Naya, mm-hmm. the person who is impersonating Lene, talk about this, mm-hmm. Naya is saying, I know I needed to end it. So I was just going to kill Lene off. But I guess my issue came up there with Manti. Let's say you're totally used to how the relationship is going. I feel like that's the point where I would be like, I'm coming out there. I know. It's hard to understand. Mm. But at the same time, 
it's not like Manti is doing anything wrong. No, it's no. just that there are these um, red flags. Mm -hmm. And oh, this was very sad because then uh, the cousin, who's really the guy, is calling mm -hmm. Manti saying, I'm going to hold up the phone so she can hear you. She hasn't responded to anybody. And he starts talking to her. And then he hears Manti. I mean, it's so, yeah. It's beyond. And then... Naya's like, whoa, you're the first person she's responded to. Mm -hmm. And so Manti, after that, starts calling her every day because mm -hmm. he feels like he's trying to help her and her family. Yeah. It's so much. It's a lot. I think also I just want to interject. Yeah, yeah. That it's very frustrating and sad because of the manipulation that's going on yeah and the pain that's being caused yes but also the other layer yeah. is that naya is clearly trapped in a world a body a life an existence where she can't be honest and right. she hasn't ever been honest Right. And she's wanting to connect with somebody. I'm not saying this is okay. No, no. I'm not just saying that but, as frustrating and upsetting and disappointing and unacceptable as it all is, when you just also accept that there is this gray area that might be hard for others to understand, right? that's the reality is that this person is not... I don't believe doing this solely because to be malicious to solely be malicious. It is, it is malicious. Yeah. It is, it's ruthless, but it's rooted in pain, pain and a life of lies and, right. and denying yourself. And so, yeah, there's that. It is just so frustrating when you watch it because it seems like Naya has no idea or does. That's what's difficult. Mm -hmm. What they are putting Manti through. I mm -hmm. mean, it is beyond you're watching it so frustrated because you're right. Naya's in pain, so much pain. Mm -hmm. It feels like when you're watching it, Naya can only see their own pain. Yeah. Seems like can't see other people's pain. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm sure we've all been there at some point in our life. Of course, not in that situation, because that's a different scale and a different scope of complicated pain. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so when you hear Naya talk about it, they're like, I just I couldn't end it. I couldn't. Yeah. I just wasn't ready. I couldn't end it. We have to take a break. Oh, shoot. We'll be right back and we will try and sort through this very complicated, complicated, unsettling, unsettling story. Mm -hmm. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we are back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. And let's let's get to it. Yeah. So Manti is corresponding with Lene. 
Lene has now been in a car accident on life support, got off of life support, and now is telling him she has leukemia. And Manti has a a choice because he's so doing so great at mm-hmm. football. I'm sure right. that's not how you say it. He's I'm doing, doing great, great at football. <laughs> Sounds like you're really submerged in that world. <laughs> um, that they want to, he could play for the pros now. He's a junior. He could play for the pros. He has to decide, does he want to stay and play one more year at Notre Dame or should he go play for the pros? And it's my recollection, and tell me if the, you remember this from the documentary. Didn't he talk to Lene about it? And Lene said, oh, you should stay at Notre Dame. Mm. There's no way to <laughs> know. <laughs> okay, if you haven't watched this yet and you do watch it, please, please let us know. Let us know what happened because we do have an outline and we do have our producer right here on hand. Oh, still but know. we still need to know. Uh, okay. From you. So on September 12, 2012, Manti's grandmother passed away mm-hmm. and he was really struggling. This really knocked the wind out of him because he loved her so much and it was very difficult. And that same day, Naya, posing as Lene's brother, mm-hmm. called Manti and told him that Lene had also died. Yes. On the same day. Yeah. Manti broke down. Naya called Manti's family, mm-hmm. playing the, the role of Lene's brother, and told them that Lene had passed away and Naya, as the brother, spent hours talking to Manti's family. Mm-hmm. And Manti's uh, mother and father are also in this documentary, which is great and amazing. That's the thing about this documentary is I feel like it's rarely this fully populated with people yes. on both sides of the yes. issue that are all coming in and sharing and giving yes. these details that help paint the whole picture. It really helps paint the picture and understand both sides. Because if you were only hearing Manti's, right. you would right. really villainize Naya, which I'm sure plenty of people already do and are regardless of hearing all sides. But it, it's so much better when everyone can chime in and share their feelings. And Yes. Anyway. So now Manti's story... Mm-hmm. is making national headlines and not in the way that we're used to. <laughs> no. Not There's in the no villages. There's no national headlines in this. No. But now people are, they were already so in love with Manti because he's an amazing athlete. Mm-hmm. But now they find out that his grandmother and his girlfriend passed away and Manti made the decision to dedicate his playing to them and work even harder Mm -hmm. and go to workouts and play in the games. And Mm -hmm. people marveled at his will and his strength. And they, everybody was really rooting for him. Mm -hmm. And the whole country, if you will, was just taken by his story and his positive attitude and his, I mean, his, um, it's so beyond positive, his attitude. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Positive, gentle, kind. Yeah. Caring. If he thinks someone's in need, he really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Notre Dame played an undefeated season. Mm -hmm. And at the last game, Naya. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I was screaming at this part at (laughs) the TV. I was Mm -hmm. screaming. Naya shows up as Lene's brother. And they hug. Mm-hmm. And Naya also told his niece to act like his daughter. Yeah. Ugh. And she gave Manti a teddy bear. Look, it's it's lies upon lies upon lies. And they which have is... footage of them hugging. Yeah. And Manti had no, no idea. No. Lies upon lies. Mm-hmm. After the USC game... Manti got a call from Lene's sister, mm-hmm. and in the middle of the conversation, a girl came on and said, hey, it's me. Mm-hmm. And then she said, listen to my voice. 
it's me, Lene. And Manti thought she was playing a game and hung up. Well, I, yeah. I mean. Okay. If I was mad about mm-hmm. that posing as the brother. Yeah. To call this. Mm-hmm. Ugh, Tig. It's so hard. It, I mean, look, it's hard to recap this. It is. It's even hard watching it. Where it you're is. like, wait. Okay, so wait. now. He's a brother. He's a cousin. He's. So Manti says, this cannot be you. Mm-hmm. And this is also another time where I was like, ah, yelling at the TV because he was like, if it's really you, send me a picture with today's date on it. Okay, but what would you have done? Let's I say you said, somehow. I would have pushed got- the FaceTime button. Uh-huh. Every time that person called, I would just push the FaceTime button. Okay, but this is, let's say for whatever reason, you were all in and you accepted the relationship the way it went down and all of the illnesses and the death. And then she calls and says, I'm actually alive. Would you have just hung up the phone or would you have been like, prove it? Because I feel like I would have been like, prove it. I would think because he's a public figure at this point that it was somebody fucking around with him. Right. But if you know that's the voice, that's also weird. I don't know. That's the other thing. You've yeah, already it was the established voice. a relationship with that person. It was the voice. So he says, if it's really you, take a picture. Do this hand sign. The little hang loose, I love you. A hang loose, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then some, I couldn't figure out what the other initials were, but initials of some know. sort. And then it comes through. Uh-huh. A picture of her. Yeah. The girl doing the sign. The girl meaning, meaning the one that is the social media picture. Yes, Lene, the actual girl. Well, it's not the actual girl, but the girl who he thinks is Lene. Right. The picture, because there is no Lene. It's in the title. It's in the title. It's in the title. Okay. There's um, no girlfriend. So now he's like, holy bean balls. Holy bean balls? Bing balls. A bing balls. Bing balls. A bing Balls, a meatball, a bing <laughs> the bing balls. Bring your own meatballs. B Y O M B. Are we getting that started? Bring your own meatballs. Hey, I'm having a party. B Y O. Meatballs. M B. I don't think it's going to take care. off. I, don't think it's I can take feel off. it. Yeah, we'll never uh, hear of that again. Uh, but I do think Pipe, play it by ear, is taking off as we speak. Let's. Pipe. I think Tartmini. Pipe. <laughs> I think you don't think Tartmini is going. I think both of them are. I think both of them are circulating. And what does pipe stand for? Play it by ear. Oh, okay. You don't have to say the whole thing. You could just say pipe. You know what I learned? Hmm. I'm here in Vegas. I have some friends in town. Mm -hmm. Two people, no, three of the people are from the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. And do you know what a saying is? No. There. Mm -mm. (laughs) Uh, Let me see if I can remember it. I really enjoyed this. Wooden shoes, wooden head, wooden <laughs> wooden shoes, wooden head, wooden ah. Uh, You're nailing it. You are nailing it's not it. Wouldn't do it, but wouldn't, wouldn't care. Wouldn't. I'll have to get back to you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad we interrupted our. <laughs> this is okay. So okay, we'll circle back to that. Okay, so now the thing is, there's a journalist named Tim Burke. By the way, I was so anxious to see what Tim Burke looked, looked like. like. And uh, did not disappoint. Well, no, it did disappoint because there was a guy years ago hmm. who looked like Slash. Oh. And he used to hang out with my first girlfriend. <laughs> and his name was Tim Burke. Oh. And everyone called him Timber. Oh, okay. And, and were you like, oh my God, it's Timber? Well, I did think like, oh my gosh, what if it's Timber? But you know what he said about me hmm. once? What? She'd never give me the time of day, even if I had a golden penis. <laughs> <laughs> was Timber right? Yeah. 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 He but was he right. was cute. I mean, okay. uh, if you think Slash is cute. You know, like in a way that's like, oh, somebody hasn't showered in two weeks and I like it. Well, he just wore like 
blue jeans and no shirt or like, oh. you know, cut off blue jeans and no shirt. And he rode a bicycle around. He had that bicycle. Yeah. He, well, he was in Boulder. Okay. Everything you're saying does not sound good. A man in cut off shorts, shirtless on a bicycle. No, thank you. And had that crazy long. Hair. Yeah. He looked like there. he just didn't have a top hat, but he did play guitar. Okay. But I don't know about Jean shorts on a man. Oh, I like jean shorts That's on a man. That's just my personal. This is just my personal. Okay. What about on a girl? Uh, the cute. That's cute. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. There's a journalist. There are two journalists. And uh, they start to realize, oh, I don't think there's a, a such person named Lene. They're checking every funeral home in mm -hmm. California. They're trying to even find her on Google. Anything. But they can't find one thing that mentions only her that's that's not connected to Manti. Yeah. So now it's getting weird. Uh, it's getting really weird. It's been really weird. <laughs> He's being uh, nominated for, uh, what's it called? Heisman Trophy. Heisman Trophy. And so that, I gathered, is not solely based on your sporting performance. It's also, are you a decent human? I guess. Mm -hmm. And now he, when he's being interviewed about this, and when you see him talk, man, Ty talk about this, and he's like, they were asking me about my the death of my girlfriend, and now he has this new information where she's called him and said, "Oh, I had to fake my own death," which is mm -hmm. also what? What are you involved with? <laughs> when I was watching this the whole time, I kept thinking he must be thinking, "Thank God I haven't actually met her, and this is just an online chat that I'm doing." Do you know what? I, there was somebody, I wasn't catfish, but there was somebody that was pursuing me mm -hmm. romantically. Okay. This was so long ago. Mm -hmm. I was like 19 years old. And it was this guy that he was lying to me all the time. And he was trying to say anything that would impress you. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the craziest thing. I knew he was lying. And one of the things that he said was that he was going to be unavailable for a while because he was, you know, caught up in some shady stuff and some people oh. were after him. I was like... Did he ask for money? Well, no. You know what happened? What happened? You got married and you have five kids together now. And one dog. <laughs> um, no... Uh, he still lived with his parents. This is, again, we were like 19. Okay. And I knew him from years ago, so yeah. I knew his parents. Yeah. And we had reconnected as like 19, 20-year-olds. And um, I called his mother because there were two phone lines. One was Whoa. his in his room. You One was mother. Well, because I was so tired. Of the lies. Of all lying. And what did you say? So what did you say? Uh, I said something like, oh, you know, I was just trying to reach him. Uh, I know he said he was going to be kind of out of touch for a while. And she goes, yeah, you know why he's out of touch? Uh -oh. Because he was calling you all the time long distance. So we unplugged his phone. <laughs> That's so sexy. <laughs> that your parents turn off your phone but he also told me that his mother had cancer oh, and i God. called to tell to reach out to oh, her that was one God. of the first times that i caught on you know because i reached out to be like oh, you know this God. is before email and texting right. and oh, so i God. called her directly and she was like i don't have cancer oh my god mm -hmm. the thing about liars is mm -hmm. i mean look i'm not breaking news here but liars lie liars gonna lie Liar's going to lie. Hater's going to hate. Uh, but they are so comfortable lying. Uh -huh. They are so comfortable lying that you can't, like a person who doesn't usually lie, you can't imagine mm. that someone's just lying. Everything they say is a lie. You don't even think that that could be true because it's so foreign. Well, you know, the last time I ever heard from him uh -oh. was when I came up with the perfect response to a liar. Oh, and I didn't use it. I thought of it right after we hung up the phone. This was before caller ID. Okay. You know, so anytime right. he called, I'd answer the phone. And so he called. Yeah. And he said he was backstage with REM. <laughs> yeah. 
And I was just sitting there going, oh my God, (laughs) oh my God. And we got off the phone and I'm telling you, as soon as I hung up, click, I had this idea that the best response should be, me too. (laughs) Look to your right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're stuck. You're you're in the middle of some shady stuff. Oh, me too. Guess what? Me too. I'm same running Z's. from the yeah, same Z's. <laughs> you're at you're backstage hanging with REM. I'm there too. Where Poke are your you? Head out. Poke your head yeah. out in the hall. You'll see me. So anyone dealing with a liar, just say just say, say me, me too. too. This is a whole different me too movement. It's I'm a trying different. To get going. It's me too. It's too. different. It's me too too. It's me too too. Yeah. And a liar can't call you out on it. They can't, he's not going to say you're not at REM. Right. He's not going to say you're not running from the he's police. He's not going to say you're not at REM uh-uh. because I, I'm looking around and I don't see you. He can't say yeah. that because he's not uh-uh. at REM. So you just say me, me too. 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 Oh, okay. God. Where were we? Okay. Heisman Trophy. Okay. So then, okay, Naya confessed her entire web of lies to her parents. Mm-hmm. And she also confided in them about her sexuality and meanwhile, Manti's uncle, a lawyer, had heard about Lene's coming back to life story and told his nephew he'd been catfished. Mm-hmm. And Manti had never heard, did not know what that meant. Did never not heard know. of it. Mm-mm. And then so Manti shared the information with Notre Dame, who privately launched their own investigation. Mm-hmm. At this point in the story, I'm like, okay, good. Maybe we can just settle it down. Mm-hmm. Well, Tim Burke... In Florida, Mm -hmm. by the way. Hey, Florida, Mm -hmm. hey. Mm. Hey, Florida, hey. Man, (laughs) seriously, Florida. Seriously, Florida. Keep it up. You guys have (laughs) the good ones there. Listen, Florida has some great people, but they also have Mm -hmm. some... Cheryl Hines. (laughs) (laughs) So Tim, which I was actually impressed with Tim Burke's skills because... They said that he had done work for Anonymous, uh-huh. which was very impressive after watching The Most Hated Man on the Internet. Yeah. I yeah. I think I love Anonymous. Do you love uh-huh. Anonymous? Aren't they good? They're, they're for good, right, Anonymous? I think so, but I think when things are that top secret, yeah. I get a little nervous. Yeah. Well, if somebody can erase your social security number that's a little that's what i mean it's a little nerve-wracking if you only use it for good that's great right but if you have those abilities and then i'm just a little nervous i'm just a little nervous i'm with you i'm with you so tim burke is now doing a reverse image search to find out who lene is and finds the actual woman Mm -hmm. who's in the picture yeah. That Naya had been using for Lene. Her name was Diane. And he talked to Diane. And Diane had said, yes, I did a favor for this guy named Renaya. And I took a picture because there was a sick kid. And it would make them feel better to flash the hang loose, I love you sign. I'm sure that's mm-hmm. not what it stands for. Now... Notre Dame is playing in the national championship. Manti's doing awful. Notre Dame lost. Tim Burke reached out to Manti for a comment on his story because now the story is about to break. Mm-hmm. Naya, then Ronaya, calls Manti and uh, started apologizing. Manti wasn't even fully sure what Ronaya was apologizing for. Uh-huh. And then this outlet, Deadspin, published the story without comment from Manti. And Manti was in Florida when he got the call from his agent telling him to lock himself in his apartment. Which is never a good sign. No, you don't want to get a phone call like, what are you doing right now? I'm working out in the gym. Run to your apartment and lock yourself in. Don't talk to a soul. Yeah, I got to go. I was just told to lock myself (laughs) in my apartment. You guys, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm going to go lock myself in my apartment real quick. Some stuff is going down. I don't know what it is. Can't be that bad, but I'm going to. Yeah, but I am going to go lock myself. And then he starts, which I don't blame him. But of course, then Manti starts looking at Twitter Uh and sees that this story is breaking. Uh That's when he realized that Ronaya, Mm -hmm. Naya, was really Lene. Mm-hmm. And now news trucks are swamping him, 
and they're swamping Naya and Manti. They're, I mean, Naya was, I think, in Hawaii. I don't know. Well, listeners, write in. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, write in. <laughs> and Manti, um, well, here's the thing that I really liked about Manti is he knows that this is all happening. Mm-hmm. And his people told him, don't go to the gym, don't work out, just, and Manti said, no, that's what, I hear, that's what I'm here for. I yeah. mean, so when I was watching it, I was thinking, he was thinking, okay, yeah, this is bad, but, you know, life is going to go on. Yeah. And then he goes to the cafeteria and everybody stops and starts whispering about him. And that's when he realized, oh, being balls, yeah. this is bigger than I thought. This is gigantic. And then now, um, did you love that Dr. Phil made an appearance? <laughs> Why did Dr. Phil make I don't Phil know. Uh, why Dr. Phil? When you see Dr. Phil like pop up in the middle of this story, you're like, what? The or any story. <laughs> I feel like. You're just like, what is. But do your Dr. Phil. Do I have a Dr. Phil? Don't you? What are you talking about? You need a safe place to land. Oh, you need a safe. I don't. Did I do that you on this show? What you need is a safe place to land. <laughs> you can't just land somewhere. <laughs> you got to have a safe place to land. You deserve a safe place to land. Is that his catchphrase? Yeah. Oh, safe okay. place to land. Do you watch Dr. Phil? Uh, I have in my day. And do you like his? Ah, uh, it's. It's interesting. <laughs> Do you find him to be a safe place to land? <laughs> yes, yes. He seems to get down to it. But mm-hmm. so Naya goes on Dr. Phil. This is when the circus. Wait, Naya went on the yeah. TV show? Did you not see this? Naya was... I just saw. Naya was still. Uh, this was before. Naya was just talking off camera. No! Went on Dr. Phil as Ronaya. I'm in Vegas, baby. (laughs) And then meanwhile, Katie Couric. I saw that. Interviews Manti. And by the way, this news was on every news outlet. ESPN, Fox, CNN. And now people... All the journalists, and by the way, this this maybe she just did finger quotes, air quotes, finger quotes. Mm. Uh, I I really was upset with the journalists in this because Mm -hmm. now they're all, you know, they're calling it a hoax. Now people are saying, "Oh, Manti did this. He invented this and said that that his girlfriend died so he could get sympathy from the country. So people Uh would want to follow his story. And then when they found out that it was really a guy, then they were saying, Oh, Manti did this because he's gay and hasn't Uh told anybody. So he's been secretly in love with this gay guy online. And I thought I was, I was really disappointed to see journalists. Yeah. You know, even like Anderson Cooper and Diane and the people on Fox, you know, mm-hmm. when Katie Couric was sitting there with Manti and said, well, are you gay? Uh-huh. It made me so uh-huh. angry. Yeah. I was so angry. Mm-hmm. Why the fucker balls should it matter to anybody in the world? Right. Well, why does he have to sit on the Today Show? I mean, I was just so angry. For numbers. I was so angry. For viewers. I was so angry. Okay, but then on the Dr. Phil show, Dr. Phil is like, well, I sent sent your voice messages. Oh, you need to work on this, Dr. (laughs) Phil. To the top people in the world, and they said, there's no way that's your voice. And Naya said, that is my voice. And Dr. Phil was like, prove it. And Naya said, I can't do that voice unless I'm in a quiet room by myself. So then they put a little curtain around Naya Mm -hmm. and a microphone. And then Naya does the voice. 
Yeah. The what's her name? Shania? No, Shania. No, Lene. Not Shania Twain. You're thinking she of does, a totally different documentary. She does the Lene voice, uh-huh. and people can't believe it. And then it just became a national joke. Sadly. Mm -hmm. Well, first people were outraged because they thought Manti had orchestrated this whole thing. Yeah. It became such, it was already such a mess behind closed doors. I know. And then the public. It was awful. It was just really dragging people ruthlessly around. Yeah. And they, at one point, the, um, a baseball team gave out Lene bobbleheads that were just mm-hmm. empty boxes. So that was a joke. Mm-hmm. Was that Manti had an invisible girlfriend? People would, mm-hmm. there were memes about people sitting there with their arm around nobody saying that mm-hmm. was Manti's girlfriend. It was just so s- stupid mm-hmm. and ridiculous. The scandal had a negative effect on Manti's position in the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Before the scandal, they thought he would have been one of the top picks, and he wasn't in the first round. He was Mm -hmm. in the second round. Uh, I think he played for the Chargers. Wasn't it the Chargers? I don't know, but I think it was a football team. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Sig. And then uh, when he did go there to play, he had so much anxiety, Mm -hmm. both on and off the field. He said he was numb. And tingling. Tingling. His hands were numb. His mm-hmm. whole body was numb. He was like, I can't do this. And, which I also loved, he reached out and went to therapy. Mm-hmm. And his therapist, this is all Manti speaking, his therapist mm-hmm. asked him if he had forgiven Renaya, And Manti said he had. And then the therapist asked him, had he forgiven himself? Mm -hmm. And Manti had not. Mm -hmm. And so until that moment, you know, in that time, he realized, oh, this is changing who I am. Yeah. I have let all of this change me. I don't Mm -hmm. know who I am anymore. And he decided he was going to get back to himself, Mm -hmm. be the best person he could be play the best football he could play. Mm -hmm. And if it inspired one kid, Mm -hmm. one person came up to him and said, thank you, you know, you've inspired me. He said he didn't care if millions of people hated him, which is incredible. And it's also, again, so infuriating that anybody would hate him. I don't, e- like, I don't even know why. What is the problem? What is the problem? Ugh. Ugh. I hate people. I love some of them. I like some people. Okay. I I didn't like a lot of these people. Yes, it was frustrating. So Manti went on and played in the NFL until 2020. Mm-hmm. Manti, this is, I'm giving updates and giving up dates. Mm -hmm. Uh, Manti married his girlfriend in 2020 and they had a child together in 2021. And I think they have another one on the way. Um, So that was nice. Yeah. And that (laughs) in a nutshell. Is what the hell happened. (laughs) And if you're listening going, I I didn't understand one word. I don't blame you. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Okay. Tig, are you ready for some final thoughts? I am. Okay, it is time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? I didn't. Oh, my Did God. You? I guess I'm on a streak. <laughs> how did you I not? felt a lot. How did I you felt not? a lot. I when felt he, a lot. When Manti was saying, even if I'm hated by millions of people and I inspire one, then... I felt a lot. Uh, did you cry? I had my my eyes were full of water, but I didn't want to blink because I didn't want to officially cry because I didn't want to have to tell you that I cried. And I was <laughs> and I was tilting my head back just a little. <laughs> but it was uh it was very it was it was a lot. It was a lot of emotion, but I I can't remember the last time I yelled as much watching this. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I really was yelling. I was really yelling. Mm-hmm. It stirred me. Tig, okay, this is a yeah. foolish question. Mm-hmm. Who were you attracted to? Manti. He's so dang cute. But also beyond so dang cute, he's yeah. just such a, a beautiful soul. Yeah. Yeah. He's a beautiful soul. And mm-hmm. really cute. And like really grew into his cuteness. Oh, I know. Like like modern day. Oh, even my Thomas God. is nodding his head. Yeah, yes. He's modern day Manti is whoa. Hello. Yellow. Hello. I'll fight you for that oh, one. Okay. He's so cute. He's cute. Um, yeah. was there a moment in this documentary when we saw the real girl from the picture? What was her name? Diane. Yeah. Was there a moment when you were like, I hope Manti meets Diane and they fall in love. Uh, it didn't cross my mind because oh, okay. I was so focused on my future with Manti. <laughs> that I was like, I swear to God, if she gets in between the two of us, cat fight. Yeah, went from catfishing to cat fighting. Oh, catfish to cat fight. <laughs> hello. Hi, who is it? It's me. Hi, hello. Oh my God. Is that your par- mm-hmm. parrot? Um, yeah. Are you I, trying to do a parrot or that's just how it comes out? I travel with a parrot. <laughs> I'm the person on a bicycle with a parrot on my shoulder. <laughs> I love those people. They seem so happy. They do, but they also just seem like they want to talk. Well, they do. That's why they have a parrot on their shoulder. That's why they want you to come up and go, shoulder. hey, what's your parrot's name? Oh, my God, you have a parrot on your shoulder. Um, okay, Tig, that is all for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about Inside the Mind of a Cat. I can't which wait. Which you can watch on Netflix. Meow. I know you can't. I know you can't. okay oh that's a kitten okay uh do we have time for a true fan mail sure we don't have a boss (laughs) okay we'll do one one quick true fan mail Mm -hmm. caroline says hey caroline hey caroline Hey. hey Hey, Tig and Cheryl. Hey, had to share with you that when the documentary about Anthony Weiner came out, I like the throwback to Anthony Weiner. It was at the same time as an indie film called Weiner Dog. <laughs> oh, okay. I love a Weiner Dog. I was so excited about the indie film as I thought it was playing at my local art house movie theater. I decided. I know. I, I see where this is. I decided to treat myself to a movie night. Uh, after work, and as the movie stated, I realized it was not a movie about a delightful wiener dog. (laughs) I would have been right there with her. It would have been me and her in the theater. Just like I love wiener dogs. I I love a long-haired wiener dog more than anything, but go ahead. I used to have one named Cupid. Okay. It was the Anthony (laughs) Wiener documentary. Cupid. Draw back. Draw back. You bow and let your arrow go whoa straight to I don't know if it's my me. lover's heart or me or you was that tony orlando no who sang that cute no tony orlando was um hear my cry and or, tony orlando was uh fly yeah Oh, tie, uh, yellow, tie a yellow ribbon, ribbon round the old oak tree. tree. It's been three <laughs> long years. Do you still want me? Okay, back to the letter. It's a good tune. I'd already paid for my ticket and snacks, so thought, what the hell? And stayed. <laughs> Needless to say, I learned more than I ever wanted to know about Anthony Weiner, and shortly thereafter, completely forgot about the movie and about the movie Weiner Dog. Oh, well, we should watch Wiener Dog. I mean, is Wiener Dog, well, it's an indie. (laughs) Thank you for the podcast. Both are bright lights in the world and make my Mondays bearable. I'm a mental health therapist and encourage most of my clients to listen to this podcast for self-care. Oh, my God. (laughs) laugh. (laughs) Can you imagine if you were a client and you were like, all right, I'm going to learn some stuff about different documentaries. (laughs) Or more so, if my therapist recommended this, <laughs> I would become concerned about my therapist. You 
would be like, are you nuts? Yeah. Are you okay? I'm a licensed clinical social worker, so I can't prescribe medication, but I can prescribe podcasts. So thank you. With gratitude, <laughs> Caroline. Oh my God. That really, that hurt me. That's Everything funny. about that really got me. Oh, wiener dog. What is it called? Wiener dog? I don't know. I wasn't listening. <laughs> It's a scripted movie or it it's a documentary? Like it. It's an indie film. Oh. oh, wait. Is it the Todd Solon? I have no idea. It's Todd Solon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas I love yes. him. How do you know this? He is one of my favorite. I just really enjoy him. All right, Tig. That's, that's going to do it. Do you have anything to promote? Well, I have another podcast called Don't Ask Tig. Okay. I have live shows. You can get information at tignotaro.com. Okay, Specifically, Hawaii. Well, this is the perfect <gasps> podcast to promote it on. Oh. October 7th. I've been delayed twice. Once from Cowboy Rick's death. Second time from COVID. Third time will be a charm. Yes. And I will be there October 7th at the Hawaii Theater in Honolulu. That's fantastic. Also, Cheryl, September 22nd, our live show on Looped Live dot com 6 p.m pacific standard time mm -hmm. 9 p.m the other coast well people can crunch the well, numbers but it's good to say it out loud okay but um, it'll but be yeah, fine get your tickets, get your gonna tickets. Be fun. we're gonna do Drugs? really smart things <laughs> we're gonna slap <laughs> each other in the face we don't need to go through the laundry list but it's it's uh it'll be we're gonna talk sex no, a live sex show, I believe, is what we Oh, a live sex show. That's right. Yeah. We haven't nailed that one down yet, but... No. Well, Tig, as you probably read in all the trades, yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm is coming back for another season. So we're we're going to start shooting that, but you can catch up <laughs> on... amazing. On, <laughs> you can catch up on HBO and HBO Max. And I'm also in a movie called About Fate, Ooh. which is really cute. It's a cute rom-com. Do people mm -hmm. still say that? With Emma Roberts, mm. and it is going to be on Amazon Video. Great. Well, should we do it again? Yes, yes. Let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willett, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Sesson. Special thanks to Gabi Kobasic, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>